Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. And one of the questions we get a lot from new voice actors especially concerns how often to be in touch with prospective clients. Uh, like when does keeping in touch become bothering somebody, right. in other words? Yeah. I don't really like to let more than five minutes go by without reaching out to a professional. <laughs> um, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. But uh, yeah, it is, it is a good question. So we thought we'd give you our two cents worth and, and tell you what has worked for us over the years. Mm -hmm. Marketing yourself is, of course, one of the most important things that you're going to do as a voice actor. It enables you to do the job pretty much. Yeah. Um, and our students get hours and hours of instruction on how to get the word out about their talent and be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, we're very proud of the uh, the, the marketing section of our uh, our training here. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's something to keep in mind about advancing your career in voice acting and perhaps any other business that you might uh, be in. Uh, much of what you do has to do with timing. Okay, being in the right place at the right time, mm -hmm. but you got to keep yourself top of mind for these people or to these people or with these people. Yeah. Um, so when a potential client starts looking for talent, your name is one of the first ones they think of. That's how you're going to get gigs. Yeah, and this used to be a little easier when the normal way of getting on someone's radar was to give them a, a hard copy of your demo. Ah, uh, you know? yes. Remember the good old days of CDs. CDs. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and I mean they're still out there a little bit, but as as Chris is probably about to tell you, <laughs> things have changed. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, they would they would go out there, you know, find the pile of CDs or the shelf that they had, and you know, or in the, the olden days, they had these things called cassettes. Cassettes. Is that and, how you say and it? before that, cassettes. Your, your, your great grandparents cassettes. used reels. Reels. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but since there's, there, that's not a great demand for hard copies anymore, you're probably going to be sending them an email or sending them to your website. Um, yep. Because of that, it's even more important to remind them that you're available because mm. there's nothing sitting around reminding them. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, Continue to try to get something tangible in, in people's hands, okay? Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, include your business card whenever you can. Uh, whether it be in person or via the good old U.S. mail, it's still good to leave something with them that reminds them of your interest in working for them. I like to mail them a steak and then just slap my picture on it. <laughs> you laugh. You laugh. But, <laughs> Somebody's going to do this. But somebody will do that, yeah. and, and they'll be the first one called when the next gig comes up. <laughs> Probably. So um, I guess the question is, when do reminders become bothersome? Yes, I don't... that's what I heard at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> now we're going to get there. Um, I don't think there's a formula for this, but there are a few things that you can do to be sure you're not missing opportunities. Okay. Um, the first one is keep track of how and when you're making contact with each potential client. Use a diary, a log, a spreadsheet, date book. I really like using, there's this piece of software I use called Trello. Mm. Um, I use that. It gives you checklists. It's free. It's a website. There's an app for it. Um, you, however you want to use it, it's, it's very customizable. Um, but it is important. So then you can say, okay, I've been in touch with this person at this time. Right. This was the gist of the conversation. Yeah. So. And, and I take some notes. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll put something in the in the comments section of the spreadsheet I'm using, or whatever I might be uh, using at the time, and uh, notes that of what we actually uh, what actually happened with the last contact. Okay, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put that I, I left a voice message, or I'll I'll put that uh, hey we talked about his kid's birthday that day, or whatever it might be. Right. So that way, when you go back and you're making another contact with this person, you're not repeating yourself, and uh, you obviously have a little bit of a history that you can call on for this person. Exactly. 
exactly. Um, also, number two, be sure to vary how you're staying in touch. Okay, so if you made a, a follow-up phone call last time, mm-hmm. maybe try an email next time. Sure. All right, and uh, and you can use maybe a, a handwritten note uh, after that, something that uh, either a, a thank you note, you know, still you know thinking of you, thank you for keeping me in mind, uh, or a uh, you know congratulatory note if you've just noted that something is you know big has happened to this person. Mm-hmm. You know, again, there are three or four different ways that you can be in touch with people. So try to vary that, and that won't make it seem as though you're on their backs all the time. Right, right. Good advice as always. Um, here's another one. I, I usually allow four to six weeks between my most frequent contacts, sometimes longer if I've done some work before for that client. Mm, makes sense. At this point, they know what you can do for them. They, there's there's a good working relationship. They right. can rely on you. And they're usually going to contact you when the right project for your voice pops up. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think four to six weeks is, is probably the earliest you'd want to be in touch. I remember one of our uh, graduates that was in touch with a, a friend of mine who works at a, a video uh, production house and she told me a few weeks after he graduated from our our class here our course that he'd been in touch like every other almost like every three weeks or something and Mm. she said it's starting to bother me a bit (laughs) and so I actually I gave him a call I gave him a call and then we talked it over and I said you know you're you're just a little overzealous all right so just pull back a little bit these folks will remember you you know three weeks later but they'll also probably remember you you know six weeks later it's it's one thing to show your enthusiasm it's an it's another to continually show your enthusiasm uh, too often, you, <laughs> right. you know, I think, I think make that impact and let them, you know, part of it is, is, is kind of a little bit of cat and mouse too, right? You know, you can certainly say, you know, I'm really, really excited to work with you guys. Um, just, just let me know. Cause I do have you know, a lot of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, that, I, I think the only exception to that would be perhaps being more frequently in touch. If there's a certain job, a certain, you know, gig sure. you've heard about that's pending that you're being considered for, you know, then you want to make sure that first of all, I'm you available. Don't go, you're available. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to go and and when they do finally call you back, say, "Oh gosh, I just took this gig and it's gonna it's, that's gonna take me a week. I really can't do it for you." Right. So if uh, you let them know that your schedule's starting to, to fill up a little bit, and um, you know, just ask them, you know, when, when's a good time to call you back? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it comes down to for a decision on that particular job. But other than that, again, let's let's give you four to six weeks as a as a kind of a guideline. Yeah. 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 Um, another one here is remember how important a good referral can be. Hmm. If you've been trying to get a particular prospect to remember you, maybe a a mutual friend or colleague can mention you to this person. A a third-party endorsement can be a head-turner and a mind-changer. I I agree. Every opportunity I've ever had in in life for for Mm career-wise has come through uh, an interpersonal connection with some person uh, uh, there. there. So, you know, do what you can to meet people. We stress that all the time. Just just get to know people. You got it. And then finally, um, a handwritten thank you note when you do get the gig, all right? Mm-hmm. And maybe not before you do it, but after you've you know finished the project, uh, that should be something that's that's immediate and quick and automatic, especially, again, when you've done work for the first time for someone. Yeah. You want to show them, you know, again, that you're appreciative of the time they took to think about you and to use you for the project. Mm-hmm. So don't wait. Get that note out right away. Make sure it's a nice handwritten one. I know that sounds ancient, <laughs> but uh, it'll make a much bigger impression than a sense 
sending a, a little quick email thank you to somebody. Definitely. Uh, if it was a big project and you reaped a, a nice talent fee, uh, why not a little gift? It's, sure. it's not out of order yeah. to send a little thank you gift. I think I've mentioned it before here. That Steak. I, I, uh, there you go. <laughs> That's why I, I didn't laugh at your idea. Yeah. I sent a couple of bottles of wine to somebody sure. once. You know? yeah. Or you can buy those gift baskets that have a, a little something in it for folks. Uh, you're going to make a lasting impression that way, and they're going to, again, remember you when the next gig for your voice comes up. Definitely. So if, if you're marketing yourself regularly and contacting new prospects each week, you're going to find that after a while you're keeping really, really busy with follow-up calls. So again, keep a good record of who, who you're in touch with so that you don't embarrass yourself by contacting them too often or, or making the mistake of not co- contacting them at all there or not go. enough. Yeah. Or, or repeating yourself uh, call after call. You Again, you want to sound fresh. You want to sound you know interesting to work with. And so by, again, keeping copious notes, as I like to put it, um, you know, you'll One know of my ex- favorite words. Yeah, you'll know exactly uh, you know how to approach them going forward. Yeah, so. you don't want to hang up the phone with them and then call them back again and say, hi, this is Warren Garling. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I would hate to say this, but I shouldn't admit it, but I think that may have happened to me at least once, and it was very embarrassing. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. thought I'd gone on to the next phone number, and I called the same one We've again. all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, if you're still trying to figure out the best way to get started in voice acting, might we suggest, and we're going to anyway, getting the real <laughs> scoop about our fun business by attending a Getting Paid to Talk adult education class. Voice Coaches offers this upbeat but realistic introduction to voice acting through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada, and we may be coming your way soon. That's right. The week of July 13th, we've got classes planned in Middletown and Rome, New York, and Jackson, Toms River, and Sue. New Jersey. Also in the Bay State of Massachusetts, we're going to be in Salem, Winchester, Acton, Carlisle, and Springfield. So you can learn about voice acting in Acton? Ooh. Sorry. Good good catch and bad pun. (laughs) And all you have to do to learn when we're going to be offering this class near you is act on it right now. I'm sorry. Act on it right now. Uh, 866-887-2834. I I need to keep my head not bowed in shame for that pun because otherwise (laughs) I won't be on the microphone. Anyway, uh, email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which is also the easiest way to suggest a topic for our podcast or to make comments and ask questions and punish me for my puns. Uh, You'll also find fun postings Punish on Facebook you for your puns oh, yeah oh boy yeah you're gonna find fun postings on Facebook between fo- between podcasts podcasts well. podcasts yes. let me try that again you'll also find fun postings on Facebook between podcasts mm-hmm. um, thanks for taking a moment to listen thanks for taking a moment to rate our podcast should you be listening through iTunes yeah we do appreciate that it uh, you know helps does it help put food on the table I don't know if it helps put food on the table or not. are you getting paid put, any extra for doing this it helps put stars on the thing oh yeah stars so online yeah right so the ratings that look good, means yeah. that that and 25 cents gets us a half a cup of coffee okay or not even a half cup i'll, I'll share one with you yeah, maybe. okay thanks i've got we're gonna be back again next week it'll be better i promise yes <laughs> visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information Hello and welcome once again. <clears throat> Let's try that again where my voice doesn't crack on the hello. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. no, you're not. <laughs> I'm not going to allow you to do that. Good advice as always. Uh, I think... Let's try that again. What, what did I just say? <laughs> I don't even remember. You started out with I think that.
Yeah, good advice as always. Uh, another point here is I I usually like to hit my microphone stand. Yeah, this guy right here. How you doing, Mikey? And they'll usually contact you when the right projects for your voice pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to try that again? And yes, maybe I do. Get the uh, plural correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.